The Drive Home with Kenton Dick on Mix 96. Talking about significant flooding in the Fraser Valley, I was able to connect with Ellen Friesen. All right, joined by Ellen Friesen. Ellen, I understand originally from the Rose Nord area, is that right? That's correct. And then moved out to Abbotsford how long ago now? Okay, so we've been here 18 years. Okay, you'd consider yourself from Abbotsford at this point, right? Well, no, actually, no. I would say I'm still a prairie girl. All right, all right. (laughs) Even after 18 years, hey? Even after 18 years, yeah. All right. I I love the mountains, but there's something about the prairies, too. Fair enough. I get that. I, I totally do get that. Ellen, recently, obviously... Abbotsford and the Fraser Valley have seen a lot of flooding. Tell me what you've seen over the last few days, specifically around your little area. Well, the interesting thing is that we are high enough up, and from our window, we can just see everything down below, like the Trans-Canada Highway and the, the what they call the Sumas Prairie that's flooded. And so, like, I feel like we have a visual of what's happening, which is amazing to see how it just, the water just kept coming and coming and so by yesterday when it got dark um you know the trans canada was actually closed and then we went to bed thinking what's it going to be like in the morning and so sure enough the the water's been rising overnight even though it did stop raining the water is still rising wow so the trans canada covered in water at this point the trans canada is covered i don't think i've ever seen it where a car or a truck has not been driving on the Trans-Canada. This is unique. It's quiet, probably, right? Very quiet. Just some boats out there. Okay. Well, not exactly what you wanted to hear. (laughs) I saw some videos that you had kind of sent to uh, a friend of mine here and just saw lots of houses and buildings that were partially or close to fully underwater. Is that that what you're seeing? Yes, uh, absolutely. And down, like, where the most flood is, is where the farms are. So we're talking like farmers that, um, like lots of dairy farms, chickens, um, that kind of thing. And so uh, I know that that presents a whole nother challenge of evacuation. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and and uh, and a lot of people's livelihoods economically could have a huge impact as well. For sure, yeah, for sure. So I understand that Abbotsford was evacuated. Is that right? Well, uh, I guess parts of it. So if you drive through. the Trans-Canada through Abbotsford, you'd see that a lot of the homes are on like on the mountain. Um, and so, of course, we're high and dry where we are. So it was the lower areas that, you know, are um, dealing with flooded, local flooding and stuff. But we're fine where we are. It's just that when everything is so saturated, it might not be the, the water, but it might be the landslides that come next, right? And you're probably thinking about it nonstop, I imagine. Everybody's kind of focused on the same thing. Well, yeah, and it just so happens that friends of ours, they they spent the night in the McDonald's, um, and they were uh, rescued this morning with a boat, and they made it up to our house. And so we have, like, refugees at our house. I mean, (laughs) sort of, but evacuees, I should say. And I just read that... um, the hotel, some of the hotels aren't even open. And so people that are evacuated, now it's a matter of where do I go? So what's the general feeling among you and your neighbors right now? Well, we're grateful to be where we are, for sure, because we are, we are high and dry. But when I, look around, when I look out the window and I see everything that is just water, I, just, I feel for the people. 
that have to leave their home not knowing what will happen. And like you said, livelihoods are at stake. So, I mean, once the water recedes, I, I mean, who knows what the what the outcome will be. Now, with all of your neighbors and everything, are a lot of people like you hosting others in their homes right now? Well, I mean, I think the thing that we do is we reach out to our friends and then um, and then maybe word of mouth. Like, so, I mean, these are our friends that, that made it to our house. Now, I, I sure hope that, I mean, I would, I would open my home to a stranger, like if they were flooded, it, absolutely. I just, how do I put it out there, right, that we have room, but... Word of mouth, I guess. Going a little further, are you seeing the community kind of band together in this in this kind of weird time that you're living in? Well, I think you know what I think. So we're we're all kind of stuck in our homes because we're not supposed to be out there. But if we didn't have social media, like I wouldn't know half the stuff that I know. But because mm. we have social media, I would say we are like definitely. I feel like we're more in the loop because, uh, like, the Abbotsford Police Department has a Facebook page, and they're really good at keeping us updated and, um, you know, different Facebook groups, that kind of stuff. That's where they kind of put that info that they want lots of people to know. Um, So, yeah, because we've kind of been hunkered down in our houses. We actually haven't been talking to a lot of people. It's wild. In a span of like two years, you're hunkered down in your house for COVID a couple of times, and now all of a sudden (laughs) for rain. Yeah, I know, and this is just, yeah, it's just really hard to believe. We're almost good at it at this point. Not that we ever wanted to be. No, but you know what? We, I guess we shouldn't be shocked. We should, we should not be shocked at the next thing that's coming because it seems to keep coming. All right, well, we wish you all the best, Ellen. Thank you so much for chatting and sharing with us. Well, thanks for calling, Kenton. It was, it was a pleasure to talk to you. I also had a chance to chat with Amanda Smith, who also lives in Abbotsford. All right, Amanda, first off, uh, happy birthday. Judy tells me to tell you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, what a birthday you've got this year. First off, tell me exactly where you live. Um, well, I live in Abbotsford, British Columbia, so kind of in the heart of where all this is happening at the moment. Yeah, I understand just yesterday that uh, some some uh, evacuations took place in Abbotsford. Are you evacuated? No, I am not. So um, the, the one thing about our landscape here is that we have many di- valleys and mountains, um, which makes the geographical area that we're in very different from, you know, like a few kilometers this way to that way. So I'm more on higher level land um, in the center, whereas a lot of the evacuees were more closer to the mountains, closer to where we would have rivers that, um, let's say, like, like uh, they just flooded streets. Um, that's where we're having more of the damage in the evacuees with the basements and that have septic tanks as well. So watch me, walk me through a few of the last, uh, well, uh, the last few days really, and just tell me what you've been seeing from your perspective. Well, I mean, uh, so it, it just in terms of the weather, I actually watch the weather quite closely. I work for a non-for-profit environmental organization. So, so it's, it, it did start to rain. We got the rainfall warning a day before, you know, it, it originally occurred, and we just, the thing with rainfall is that we think it, it, we're normally used to having it over a period of time, not within a one-hour period. And that's where a lot of the damage came that was very surprising to a lot of people. So what exactly, when you look out your window or when you walk down the street, what exactly do you see? Um, well, right now, um, we've, uh, the rain has subsided, thank, thank goodness. Um, but when, when we did have that, that, that storm, 
they call it an atmospheric uh, river. Uh, it was complete hard rain, the hardest that I've ever seen um, really in the last 30 years. And we actually had that coupled with wind, which made it a true storm. Um, and a lot of people were cautioned to stay home um, and not drive it because it was so difficult to see out of your um out of your uh, your window when you're driving, so it was it was quite brutal. Like a lot of people, we had power outages, so a lot of people ended up, ended up having to stay home and literally just watch the rain. <laughs> That's all they could do outside of their windows. So is that basically what you did as well? Sit at home and watch the rain? <laughs> yes, I, but I actually did not have a power outage, um, so I could still work from home. But I did, I couldn't. You couldn't help but not look at it. Now I know that there's lots of washouts and people are kind of stuck at home these days and asked not to go out because of everything that's going on. What's what's morale like in kind of your friend circle in that area? Uh, well, um, you know, just in terms of morale, I think people are shocked. Um, most of the people that I know, they are quite safe. Um, so I think that really what it is is it's just sort of this overwhelming, like, how did this happen? We're not used to this. And we feel really, really, really terrible for a lot of our neighboring um, municipalities. Let's say even just on the other side of me to Chilliwack, like, people in Abbotsford cannot drive to Chilliwack. Like, that highway number one is closed. That's where the sad part is. This now, it's like, now we understand what climate change is. Mm-hmm. Now we understand. Well, and of course, you guys got the crazy heat this past summer as well. We even had record highs of 40, 45 degrees in the summertime. And where we are, we're not used to that that heat in the Fraser Valley in, in British Columbia. So we literally went this summer from the complete high of heat and over 60 days of no rain to all of a sudden this week in November. Be nice if you could go back and spread it out a little bit, you know? <laughs> Like just, just if, if we had that choice, that would be ideal. But with Mother Nature, you cannot control her. No, you are at her whim. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so, so very much for chatting. And, uh, wow, we wish you the best as we head into the weekend. Uh, I understand you got at least a couple of days here of some drier weather, hopefully. So, um, yes. yeah, wish you all the best and, and uh, make your way through it, I guess. Yeah, that's all we can do.